Perakei Mishnah Beis. Abiosi Omer says, Abiosi, Shisha Dvarm. The six following things we're going to add on to the previous parak of Perak Dalad, where we're discussing the Mikule Beishamah, the leniencies of Beishamah, Umechumre Beishil, and the stringencies of Beishilal. The Elohim, and these are they. Number one, Ha'of Ola Imagavina Ala Shulchan of Einon Chicken can be brought on the same table as cheese. Of course, it cannot be eaten together. But it can be brought at the same time on the table. Kedivrei base shamay beshamay are lenient. The lacha is that it's usher to bring baser ugavina meat and uh, cheese on the same table. Gzeira shemiyalah baser imagavina lest you bring the baser the meat and the gavina the cheese it beklirotech and a bubbling hot kli which will be derech peshol. The Torah forbids cooking milk with meat. Baser bechalav as it says loy savashal gadi bachalivi mai. And it says it three times in the Torah. Chacham darshanah to echad for iser bishul the iser of cooking together, echad one for iser achil of eating them together, and echad for iser hanah to have any benefit from them. Now, when is this said? By basar behema of a behema, the meat of a basar of, but the meat of a chicken, not of a behema domesticated animal, not of a cow, but of of a chicken with challah with milk. Ain't no aser minatora. That's not that's not aser minatora. Elam b'divicham only minatora bun is it aser. Therefore, Beishamah will hold that even though it's forbidden to eat basar of bichalav, it's forbidden to eat uh, chicken with milk. Nevertheless, hayal v'isur, since this is only midirah banan, in ligzer, we're not going to make a gazera on bringing the of, this chicken with gavini, with cheese, to the same table. Granted, by basar, by bichalav, with meat and milk, will gazer, don't bring them to the same table, lest you bring it in a boiling hot pot together and you be over on the cooking of milk with meat. Uh, that's correct over there. But by oaf and chalav, since the isr is only on a rabbinic level, not to eat it, so therefore bringing it to the table, ain there's no gazera on bringing oaf and gavina, chicken and cheese, to the table at the same time, it's going to be okay according to base shamay. No, don't bring it, don't eat it. Af basar of even chicken is answered to bring it together with cheese to the table because of the same gzeir that we mentioned earlier, and others explain that the dasa basilas they made, they made a gzeir of basar of vegvina shemayevul achlam unless you come to eat them together. Okay, so either we go like the previous gzeir uh, or maybe you'll go ahead and eat them together. Item number two: tarmin zaysim al shemun wakalik chuma. Olives over oil, va'anavim ayai, and grapes over wine. Kedivei beishem like shemen, like the lenient opinion of beishem, meaning one who has olives and oil, zayis and shemen, and he's chayiv take of truma from them. Whereas anavim v'yai and grapes and wine, he's chayiv take of truma from them. So he's permitted, according to beishem, to take of truma from the zayisim and the olives, and also potter the shemen, the oil, or take of truma from the anavim and potter the yain. No, you cannot. You only take up chuma from zaysim on zaysim, and from shemen on shemen, so to anavim on anavim, and yayin on yayin. Because Beisel Darshan Zayat, the Pasuk says, V'nechshev lachem chumaschem chedagim nagayrin. Mikan lamdu she'ein termen elam in a gamar ala gamar. You can only take up chuma from that which is complete, on that which is complete. Now, from that which is not complete, on something which is complete. The grapes, the olives are not complete yet. The wine and the oil that comes out is complete. It says Beisel, you cannot take up chuma on something which is not complete, or with something which is complete. Don't take a chumah from the grapes or from the olives on the wine or on the oil. But according to base Shammai, one is permitted to do so. Item number three. 
Hazorea Arba Amos Shibikara, one who plants a seed, uh, like wheat or barley, uh, for Amos in a vineyard, meaning one who comes to plant at the side of a vineyard, he has to distance himself with these zero, with this seed, say it's chitim, for example, it's wheat, for example, he has to distance himself from the vineyard by four Amos. This is the share of Avodas HaKerem. And if he doesn't provide this distance, and he, provi- and he plants within the four Amos of the vineyard, So Hazara Kiddush, meaning Klamer, it's Aser Behana. That which he planted is forbidden, it's Aser Behana, because of Kalayim. Shur Achas, one row from the vineyard, which is near this round that he planted, that row of the vineyard is forbidden because of Kalayim. As it says, Le'sizor Karmacha Kalayim. Meaning that the Tavua HaKarim is Meskadeshes Imazram. So you have to burn it. Everything else is permitted. So when you plant within the four Amos, so one row of the vineyard you'd have to burn, and everything else would be okay. That's what Bishami holds. The Tavua HaKarim is Mashma, one row of the vineyard. Even Shur Achas, one row is deemed a Karma vineyard. No. Going to Beis Hill, if you plant less than four Amos away, so then you have to get rid of now. Uh, less than two rows are not deemed a karam, not deemed a vineyard. Since the Torah says to us, it has to be a vineyard, you have to have two rows. So two rows of the vineyard would have to be burnt because of Kalayim. Item number four. Hame Isa, one who has flour that he places in bubbling, boiling water. Beishame Paitim, Beishame exempted from the mitzvah of Afrashas Chala. Because Shekola Nefe, anything which is baked, Derech Pishel through cooking, is exempt from Chala. Beishel Machayim, Beishel say that no, you're still Chayim in Chala. Item number five. Matbilin Bechardlis Kadivei Beishamai. Chardlis is the Zerim, is the flow of rainwater that comes down from the mountains. And Beishamai holds that you can dip, you can toivel in this Chardlis Caleb that are tummy to make them tar. Even though she'en b'mikvah tevila, she'en b'makom tevila, Abraham said, even though in the place where you're dipping it, you don't have forty sa, which is the requirement for a kosher mikvah. But since hoel v'yish since you have since from the beginning of the um, of the water flowing down this mountain until the end, you do have forty sa. Forty sa in total that suffices. You cannot dip in the chardless. When the rainwater is flowing, even though you have 40 sa, if you look at the whole flow from the top of the mountain to the bottom of the mountain, that's not enough. They have to be stagnant in one spot for the shear of a bomb sa. You have to have 40 sa in a lake or 40 sa, you know, in a pit that it rained in, uh, in one spot. Now that it's just flowing and altogether you have 40 sa. So according to Beis Hill, you cannot dip in running water off of a mountain to toivel your kalim. And item number six, a ger shenizgayer arvi pesachem. You have a convert that converted on Erev Pesach, meaning Shemal, he got his brismila and he, he was toivel for geras on Erev Chak of Pesach. This is by the 14th day of Nisan. Beishami arvim toivel. So what he does is he goes to the mikvah another time, Pamno Sephis, Midir Rabbanan, in order to eat Kachim. Then he can eat his carbon Pesach that evening. When one who has his Arla removed, when he has a Brismila, it's as if he's being Parish Menachever, meaning a Ger who, who gets his Arla removed, he has his Brismila, it's as if he touched a dead body. Kalayimash who tummy, he's tummy for seven days as if he touched a dead body and he needs hazah. He needs to be spritched by the me'efer ha'parah from the parah aduma, the ash from the parah aduma. On the third and seventh day, shalachim, less of him after he got his bris milah, uh, but to be lost of him after he tiveled to become a ger. 
So, meaning if one became tummy, he has to get spritzed on the third and seventh day from the from the May Efer Paraduma to, to become pure. So, to the day that he has brismila, it's as if he touched tuma, and therefore he has to get spritzed now from this water on the third and seventh day from after the milah and after after tivling as the ger. So, therefore, it's also it's forbidden to it's forbidden for him to eat from the carbon pesach that evening because he's still tummy. And the Gemara explains that there's no that machlokas of Hisham and Bishilal they don't argue um, in this specific case. They're arguing Allah what's the case? They're arguing by an Aral guy, a guy who's an Aral, that has Brismila on the fourteenth of Nisan, that Bishilal are geyser by, they make the Xera, last last to become Tame next year, uh Arif Pesach, and I'll say, Hey, you know what? Last year I just dipped in the mikvah. And I at I dipped and I ate, you know, my carbon pesach that evening. So I'll do the same thing this year. I'll just, you know, I'll just toivel and I'll eat my carbon pesach. But he doesn't realize that last year, in the previous year, he was a guy, and he became a convert. So only then he was able to eat the carbon pesach that evening, because you know the guy is not makabel But now that he's a Jew and he became tuma from Thomas mace, he's not going to be for seven days. So because of this Xerah, Beis Hillel said that Gamashan, even the year that he's becoming this convert, he has to wait a week, he has to have the spritching of the third and seventh day in order to become torn. Therefore, he cannot eat from the current Pesach that evening. Ube Shammah, Sebe Shammah, hold. Sheingash, we're not making this Xerah of Thomas Mace in the next year. We're not concerned about next year. So this is the Machlokas between Beis and Beis Hillel. However, an Aral Yisrael, if you have an Aral who is a Yisrael, meaning how is that possible? For example, you have a Jew whose brothers died, you know, through bris mila. So they never they never gave him a bris meal. They're concerned he would die also. He's forbidden to have the karm pesach, even though he's Jewish. The Torah says, He's an ar, he can't eat the karm pesach. So if he does get his bris meal on Arab pesach, so then even according to Beis Hillel, he can dip and eat the karm pesach that evening. Here is not where the machlokas is. The machlokas is in the previous case that we mentioned by a guy who was converting, but by a Jew who was an aral and now he's getting his his bris meal on Arab pesach. There, Beis Hillel would agree that he could dip and eat the karm pesach. That evening. Amishna Gimel, Rabbi Shmuel, Omar says Rabbi Shmuel, Shloshi Dram, three more things we're going to add onto the previous parak that are from the Kule Beisham and the Chumri Beis Hillel. Veilohim. Number one, Kohelas, Enamatamas Hidaim, Kadivi Beishamai. He says Beishamai, Kohelas will not make your hands tummy. What does this mean? So the Chum were geyser on Kisve Kodesh that they metame your hands by just touching them. And the Gemara explains, because they were ruggled to hide the Kikarosh Chuma, the loaves of bread of Chuma, near this farm, because they both have Kedusha. The loaves of bread of Chuma are Kachim, the Kisve Kedusha have Kedusha in them, and they would hide them there. They would hide the loaves of bread near this farm. And then the mice would come, and they'd want to come to eat the Chuma, they'd come in Mavsid, and they would ruin this farm, they'd chew at this farm. So they made a Gzeira. That these svarim, Nahinu Taira, Nevim, and Ksuvim, will passel the Trumba Bimagam by touching them. So that you don't hide them together. And therefore the mice will not come and start eating up the svarim, keep them away from the loaves of bread of Truma. And Vichin, the Midic Zair as well, your hands that touch them to make your hands tame for Truma. And so Bishamay hold that the Sefer of Kohelas, that's not in the category of Kisve Kodesh, and therefore that will not make your hands tummy. The Gzeir the Cham was on Torah, was on Nevi'im, was on Ksuvim, but not on Kohelas. No, according to Basilah, Kohelas is also included in the category of Kisve Kodesh, and will make your hands tummy. Number two, May Chatas, the May Afer. The uh, water, these ashes, waters from the Paraduma, Sha'asu Mitzvah 
that you spritzed them on a tummy person, you made him tar. So in nitfu achach, if they drip afterwards from his body, v'nagu, when it touches ba'adam, uh, a person, or b'kelem, such as utensils, b'shamay mitar, and b'shamay will be mitar osam, meaning sh'anam k'ydim sh'azum before the mitzvah was performed on the me'efer, the halach is sh'anagaya, when it touches the me'chatas, the me'eferachatas, for no need, sh'lolo tzarech, not for the need of spritzing, he will become tamay. As it says, v'hanagaya b'me'anida yitma'ara aref, if there was enough there for the shear of spritzing, they're metame even through masa, and they're metame yubegadim. However, after the mitzvah was already performed, they're spritzed on a person, they will not be metame at all. If the drips on a person or on a kalim, it will not make them tame. No. Even after the mitzvah was performed, if it drips on something else, that which it touches, it will make tame. And number three, haketzach. Ketzach is a type of a cumin that would put into bread. Beishamei mitarin. Beishamei hold that it's not mikabel tuma because it's not deemed food. It's not deemed ochel. Ubeisel matam. Beisel said that no, since they were ruggled to put it into bread or into other foods, it is deemed food and it's mikabel tuma. And v'chein lemaisus, just like beishamei will argue. With regards to Tuma, so too they'll argue with regards to Maishwis. The Bishama will exempt this Ketzach from Maishwis because it's not deemed a food, and Bishol will be Mechaev this Ketzach in Maishwis because it is deemed a food.